This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is a premier male grooming company with the star Lawnmower 3.0, and we want to be able to share the savings with you, our awesome listeners. Use the promo code BLUECHIP to get 20% off your next order. Don't let your balls down. Get the Lawnmower 3.0. Your balls will thank you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Shots NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Condition. I am joined, as always, by my colleague over at Blue Chip Scouting, Devin Jackson. It is a special Saturday edition of the podcast, and uh, there's no real reason as to why it's a special version. Uh, it's just how the schedule uh, cookie crumbled. Devin, how are you today? Busy. Same. B- busy with a pounding headache. So this is perfect conditions for a podcast if you ask me yeah i mean it's just insanity final four is here in new orleans so it's just my brain is just racked right now i have three presentations on three separate days including four things due on four straight days it is just i hate it devin it's one of those days i don't like it but what i do like is the NFL draft. That was an awful segue. We're going to keep rolling with it. I just went full Trevor Sycamore with just like, that was a terrible segue, but that's cool. Um, obviously, Devin and I, very busy schedules right now. The, the, the time to crunch tape has not been available to us this week. Next week, it will be for both of us. We're going to be back on our, on our, on our prospect breakdown. Yeah. Uh, that'll come soon, but Devin, we are now less than a month away from the draft and it feels like just yesterday we started watching these prospects and it also feels like we watched them before COVID happened because this draft process has been so dragged out. It feels, I don't know if they, if it's just me that feels that way. Maybe I'm just tired of pretending to care about these quarterbacks, but it just feels like I'm almost ready for May 1st to come. You know, it was funny. Like, we went through the whole process last year, and it feels like this year is longer. I, I, I don't want to explain it, but it just felt, it feels like maybe it's because a lot of these guys that came back to school and, you know, we watched and watched them in the summer of 2020 when COVID happened. And um, we started in, like, June. <laughs> it's crazy. But, I mean, also for me, I didn't even have my account uh, the back half of April last year. So, and we didn't have the podcast from about March on. So, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense because we've actually, because at this time last year, we weren't even doing the podcast. So we've actually no, made it through I, an entire I did. Podcast. I did three. Yeah, this is the fir- I think this might be the first dr- draft where we've actually done a full, full draft. year. Yep. Because we started in the middle yeah. of yeah. October. This is our first full to say that we've done a full draft cycle with this podcast is a little misleading because I think at one point we did take like a week and a half off or two weeks. Don't they don't need to know. Anyway, we made it a full (laughs) draft process. So all of this to say we're less than a month out and Devin, I don't know. I don't know. Can you smell a smoke screen? Do you see a smoke screen? I smell and see one every day. I log on Twitter, so 
Oh, that is true. (laughs) Where I was going with that was, I don't know if it's smokescreen, but I'm pretty sure there's a whole lot of bullshit around this time of the year. There goes the the explicit tag. It's just... Get it right out of the way. Makes my job easier. I I don't have to go back and listen to make sure you didn't slip up. But (laughs) one of these days, I'm gonna get through it without, and you're gonna be like, "Holy, oh my god, we we." But I'm gonna ruin it. it. I'll ruin it. Yeah. Like that Um, one pod episode we did back in that that beautiful October. But anyway, we can move forward. Anyways, as I was saying, um, there's a lot of rumors out there because everybody, and I do mean everybody in the NFL media, is covering this. Podcasters like us, beat reporters oh, for it's teams. everybody now. And, you yeah. know, it's, it's not just us. Because now there's nothing else. Like, free agency has died down. There's no coaching searches. There's no regular season games to focus on. Everybody's talking about the draft, which now means that there's – 900 different things being said for every team. Most of it's not true. Now, I compiled a list of five rumors that have been talked about in the last two days. We're recording this on Friday at 7 o'clock. And we're going to, we're going to, we're do we're pulling out the old BS meter, Devin. It's basically fact or fiction. But big shot style. Yes, big shot. So yeah, I know, eh? Unintentional, but we're gonna say it was intentional. We're gonna say I put more than 38 seconds of thought into that. <laughs> so the first one I have for you, Devin, is that I heard today on Friday, Kayvon Thibodeau's floor is at pick 13. When the Houston Texans come back around. So that's a whole bunch of BS. (laughs) Listen, I don't care how you feel about him in this class. Dude is not making it past seven. Like Giants are not passing twice. They're not. If you look, yeah. If you look at the teams, I mean, thirteenth. 13 that's a that's a long way uh, jacksonville oh, oh. I, we all kind of assume that they're gonna go hutchinson right yeah but but i mean even not even the top teams think about who else needs an edge atlanta needs an edge seattle needs an edge the um, jets the jets are in constant need of not, an edge the the giants and jets are not passing on twice it's, it's not happening it's minnesota not. they will kick the tie anybody Anybody in the top 12 is going to kick the cans on them. Yeah, Come by on, the man. way, like Minnesota, if he, if, Kip, if Thibodeau makes it to 12, they're sprinting that card. Actually, somebody's trading up. Yeah. If he makes it past seven, Thir- I would 13. trade up immediately. I couldn't believe it when I said that. So you're going to say, okay, so I, I also believe it's BS, but humor me for a second, Devin. Who would be the 12, t- the 12 picks ahead of Kayvon Thibodeau in that case? Hutch, Trayvon Aquanu. Walker, Aquanu, Neil, Neil um, Jermaine Johnson. Sure. He'd have to. 
Think of how many edge needy teams are there. Malik Willis. Cal Hamilton. Probably. I mean, absolutely. Sauce Gardner. I mean, that's A right there, but it was at least two or three stretches. That leads it at C. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call I'm gonna call BS on that. Uh, I think I think that one's pretty safe, and I think we might be able to move on. Yeah, I, I I honestly don't know what to say to that. I mean, <laughs> the floor is 13. I, I mean, if he falls to 13, the Texans. I mean, they won. If the he draft. falls to, they won listen, the draft, man. Listen, the NFL has this amazing history of overthinking good football players. Not that much. Sorry, edge rusher, a premium position. You're not overthinking him that much. I understand Derwin James. He fell. This is the I know same a lot of league that took Tutu but... Atwell at 51, and you're going to tell me that they're going to force Kayvon. To... Like, we saw Creed Humphrey fall to, like, the end of round two last year. We're probably going to talk... see Tyler Linderbaum fall out of round one. But these are not premium positions All in the years. eyes of the NFL. True. I think I think this premium position, but in the eyes of NFL safety and center, I mean receiver to a certain degree is not a premium position anymore. But this is not happening with with cable on him. Just not. Uh, I'm I'm not buying it. All right, our next rumor, Devin. It's been a lot of buzz around Georgia edge slash defensive tackle Trayvon Walker, and I do mean a lot of buzz. So much so that a uh, uh, quote-unquote edge rusher who has not developed any form of pass rush moves or any form of consistency as a pass rusher, his ceiling is the number two overall pick in these latest batch of rumors. I don't think that's 100% BS, only because the NFL is known to do things like this. They are that's 100% known that they're going to take a player that is underdeveloped, that has not had a refined pass rush plan because he's a freak athlete. I mean, there's a precedent set with that every year, so I don't think it's 100% BS. I, I think there's some truth to that that teams will be very interested in him at two. I just don't think they pulled the trigger personally. But that's me. I, I don't know. I, I have no sources in this game. So I'm not going to pretend like I know, but I would be very surprised Trayvon Walker went to. I just, I really don't get it, Devin. We talked about this on, on the podcast earlier in the week, but I just, I don't understand it. I can't comprehend it. He's not got pass rush moves. He's a run stopper. He's a run stopping like seven tech. Why is that being talked about as like some can't miss prospect? There's, there's a lack of refinement. There's a lack of, of good tape that shows that there is something to work with. We've seen run stopping defensive ends go in in the in recent drafts these are guys that go in round two so why is he talked about as if he's like the the some elite prospect i don't i don't see it the nfl loves to make some dumb moves here and there um so i'm not all the way out on 
I'm all the way out on it should be the pick. I'm I'm hedging my bets. I'm at about 50-50 as to whether or not it actually does happen. Have you done Trayvon Walker yet so we can have no, I, I'll get to him probably sometime this weekend or early next week. So we'll definitely talk about him in depth probably next later in the week, next week. But, yeah, I mean, I've seen him in passing, watching some of these other Georgia defenders. So, you know, it, it, it's it's definitely going to be interesting to, to talk about him in depth because I'm probably going to watch all the Georgia defenders in, around the same time. Kobe Dean, obviously, uh, Jordan Davis, uh, Devontae Wyatt, Lewis Seen, who I think isn't being talked about enough in this class. I'm very surprised he hasn't gotten more buzz uh, as well. You uh, made a play against Tennessee. I just blown away by how he was able to close. But yeah, Trayvon Walker is a tough one. And I think it's going to be one of those either scouting lessons that a lot of people just miss on him because they are projecting him so much, or he turns into a, uh, you know, elite talent as a pass rusher but to me if you don't have a pass rush plan in college or have any semblance of that it is very difficult to all of a sudden just have that at the NFL level I understand coaching if Detroit wants an edge rusher that bad Devin Kayvon Thibodeau will be right there honestly if you're not going to do him why why don't you just take Jermaine Johnson either? You have edge rushers in front of you that have plans and ways to win. They don't just out-athlete everybody. So, Yeah, like Jermaine Johnson, like, yeah. listen, you can say what – like, he's the most well-rounded. He's – maybe his ceiling isn't as high as, uh, as Trayvon Walker, but he's got to put together, and he can also stop the run. If you're worried about Kevin Tableau's ability to stop the run, great, just get Jermaine Johnson at two. It doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm all the way out on it should be the pick. I am NFL teams. NFL teams amaze me most years, Devin. So I'm going to say that uh, there's still a chance it it, it is the pick. We're going to stick with the Lions uh, with this next one, Devin. Because obviously, if it's not Trayvon Walker, there are possibly two other outlooks and i actually have both of them keep in mind all of these have been put out in the last couple of days so i'll go with the next one that the lions are looking to trade out of the number two overall pick i think it depends on who is asking i don't really i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna put the kibosh on this one i think that it was in a in a in a utopian world yeah they would they would want to trade out and they'd get someone to trade out who's gonna trade who is a team trading up for aquanu probably not evan neal well no because if we miss on evan neal we can get aquanu if we miss on both of them we can get charles cross thibodeau apparently he can be found at pick 13 now uh quarterback has to be but Who's going to trade up to two for one of these quarterbacks? Carolina. <laughs> I mean, they're already paying at Sam Darnold $17 million or something. Actually, I think it might be more than that. It might be like 20. 
No, I mean, I'm a serious. And didn't they bring in another bad quarterback in the last couple of days? Uh, I swear they brought in another bad quarterback. Hang on. Uh, I couldn't tell you. uh, I'm looking this up because now it's driving me nuts. Anyway, back to the discussion. The Lions, I think they're not good enough to trade the number two pick. You you just take the best player that you think is available and just move on. There's no reason to trade it. I mean, you... You have a pick of the litter. You can pick anybody, literally anybody, outside of Aiden Hutchinson. I know they love him. You can pick anybody, and they will more than likely contribute to this team and somehow, because you're not going to be ready to win next year. You're not. And they know they're not going to be. So why trade it? They're not sellers. They should be buying everything. That's my only thing. You're saying BS? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to say BS too. One, I don't think they should. I think that in a draft where there's maybe four possible star talents and then a whole bunch of like really good players after about the like six through 40, all separated by very little. To, just... to me, I think they only should trade back if the pick is in the top seven or eight. Because after and that, if it, you're it's... just getting like like some king's ransom, like if Atlanta decides that they really need uh, Malik Willis after all, and they go, okay, well, uh, here's a first, a second, here's next year's first and second, and here's a first in 2024. Like, yeah, then obviously you take that deal because that's absurd. And well, if you want to trade up for a bad quarterback, Atlanta, you do you, but. And then, then there's a good chance Kyle Hamilton just falls into a lap of Detroit. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say they they are looking. I would say because of course, why not? But not outside the top ten. Not outside the top ten, and that it they won't end up doing so. Now, Devin, the third from the Detroit Triad. Of, of, of rumors is that at number two overall, the Lions are heavily looking at drafting Liberty quarterback Malik Willis. I think this is 50-50. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. I know, but when... You have Jared Goff as your quarterback, man. I'm I'm sorry. Jared I'm not Goff trying to... is be- Jared Goff is still like is Malik Willis the Bruno Caboclo of the MB- of the NFL? Like he's two years away from being two years away. And I, I mean, still think he's be. got the highest upside. He could be. I mean, I don't know, man. It it's it's a tough conversation. I because... hate the fact that we're having a conversation that any of these quarterbacks are worth anything more than like the 20th pick. I got into an argument with, with Tyler Fornis about this because he said that the, that the lions absolutely should take Malik Willis with the number two overall pick. And I'm not kidding, Devin. I threw up in my mouth when I heard that. See the, the tough part is that the lions are in a good spot. They have a good GM. They have a good head coach for now. At some point they're going to have to make a move on a quarterback. And I don't know if this is the year to do it, but I also Mm. understand that because their defense is probably going to be much improved, 
They have some weapons around Jared Goff right now. They have a coach that their offensive line, they have one of the best offensive lines in MSC right now, or has the potential to be at the very least. So they might not end up being having a top five pick next year. And if that's probably not going to be high enough to get a quarterback for next year's class, if we're already looking ahead to that. They still have picks for from L.A. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. But L.A. is going to be in the 20s, so it's not going to matter. But it's a tough combo, man. I, I mean, I just Devin, think, Devin I, I'm just going to put this out there, and maybe I'm insane, and why can't I find it now? There we go. Would you rather, at quarterback, take at number two overall Malik Willis, or would you rather come out of that pick with, say, Evan Neal, Eka McQuanu, Trayvon Walker, Kayvon Thibodeau, Kyle Hamilton? Insert good player from this year's draft class. I would Plus, take the field. I would take the field. And, and hang Malik on, Willis. hang on. Plus thirty-two. Again, insert halfway decent first-round player in that. And then next year with a pick that'll probably – I mean, Jared Goff is your starting quarterback. You will probably be picking in the top ten. Top ten, but will it be top five? That's the only I question, mean, though. Okay, but you get that combo, Devin, and then you have your pick at quarterback between C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, maybe a, a resurgent D.J. Uyangalelele. I think I added an extra Lele. And I, <laughs> um, who else uh, can we throw in there? Uh, actually, let me bring up my full my full list because I'm not quite done shitting on the idea of Malik Willis at number two overall because I think it's a really bad idea. And that will get GMs fired. Um, so, yeah, would you like to have Malik Willis at number two and then have to rush and get an edge rusher at 32, a desperate need that you need? Or would you instead like to have your pick of Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Yui Aguilele, uh, Devin Leary, Will Levis, Tanner McKee, Grace McCall, Sam Hartman, Phil Dracovic, Keaton Slovis, perhaps uh, Spencer Rattler stops being terrible this year, Jeff Sims, uh, there's that Van Dyke kid at Miami, any of those? See, I don't know if that's a fair question because you just see – I just rattled off 12 quarterbacks. And maybe half of them will be good. I, we know two of them are already. But like I said, the, the thing with waiting until next year or continuing to kick the can down the road, they need to answer at quarterback at some point. We know golf is in the future. If you draft, To me, the only way they're going to draft Willis is if they're planning on sitting in for a year. There's no other way. And it's a waste of a pick. Maybe it is, but maybe they can trade up with all the picks that they have in the future and coming up, they can get more play. I don't know, man. That's why I call it 50-50. It it really depends on if they believe they have the infrastructure to handle or not. So they need need to sell seats along with just winning, trying to win games. They, They got to. They had, to, they had to find a way to do it because I'm going to tell you right now, Jared Goff is very uninspiring at quarterback. You know what else is uninspiring, Devin? The fact that I was looking back at some of the uh, <clears throat> some of the recent uh, re- 
not reviews, but just the feedback from some of our podcasts. And I'm noticing that people are clicking off before the ad read. So I'm going to jam one in here right now. If you want to help us out so that we're not angry and disappointed looking at our, uh, at our feedback, you can go on to our friends over at jerseyhouse.ca and pick up a jersey. Use the co- promo code Big Shots for 15% off of any NBA, NHL, MLB, college basketball, college football, or custom jersey. Or if you like soccer, the World Cup was just announced today. If you want any of those jerseys, jerseyhouse.ca, promo code Big Shots, 15% off. How was that? <laughs> there you have it. I just decided that, like, since we, ha- I had noticed, hey, everyone's clicking off as soon as I say promo, you know, uh, it's our ads coming right now, uh, that I was going to force them into doing it. They're going to have to listen to me read off ads. Next one, Devin. This might be our last one, unless you got one more. We're going to stick with quarterbacks. There's a team out there where a certain NFL network personality was spending an absurd amount of time talking about how they were a potential playoff team with Mitchell Trubisky as their starting quarterback. And I am, of course, talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think anyone with three functioning brain cells believes that that's an actual possibility that they can make the playoffs with Mitch Trubisky. We've seen Mitch Trubisky in the NFL. We've seen him for three years. It was bad. Is Pittsburgh going to trade up for a quarterback? And if they do trade up, Devin, who is that quarterback going to be? This is going to be Malik Willis if they trade up. I, so I, I don't Pittsburgh think is question. somehow – I forget – I always forget that Pittsburgh got the 20th overall pick. <laughs> They were such a nightmare to watch. And they still made the playoffs. Well, that's because the NFL loves their money and decided that a seventh playoff spot wasn't necessary. It sure wasn't necessary this year. I'll tell you. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. In fact, you could have gotten rid of, uh, could have gotten rid of Vegas and New England having to be in the playoffs too, because, well, those games suck too. Whoa, 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 whoa. Vegas had a chance. New England lost by like 57 yeah. points or something. It, it, was, it was a Patriots, Steelers, and then I remember who. Eagles, I Eagles mean, were the other one that got. Yeah. Stopped. The 49ers almost made it. Oh, and, Bowl, and so. the Cardinals. The Cardinals also decided to just. To well, they won the division, team. so. No, they didn't. They did. They hosted they? that playoff game. Yeah. Well, they got they blown out at home. Yeah, you know what? To quote our friend Connor Rogers, the Cardinals decided to pull their pants down and display their whole ass. <laughs> um, anyway, so Pittsburgh has the 20th pick. First of all, if they wanted to trade up to get a quarterback, how how far do they have to go? Do they have like I obviously Washington's not looking at a quarterback anymore, I think. Minnesota, for whatever reason, wants to be like they want Kirk Cousins in the worst way. They can't get enough of some Kirk Cousins. Like at this point, I'm convinced there's Stockholm syndrome involved in this. Like they're just afraid that they, instead of winning seven games, they might win six without him. The peril. But no. Um... <laughs> They have to trade up. If they want Willis, they have to trade up. 
ahead of Carolina. Oh. They have to. But oh. if they want, if they want Pickett, they can trade anywhere up in the teens, in my opinion. Oh, I think I think if they want Pickett, they can stay at 20. <laughs> I feel like someone else is gonna trade up for Pickett if they don't. Ge- okay, genuine question. We'll get back to, to the Steelers in a second, Devin. How many quarterbacks do you think are gonna go on day one? Two. That's three too many. I understand, but you know how this game works. <laughs> you know how this game works. It, it, it just – it is what it is. You know what? The, I, I remember – I remember – we're going off topic again, but I remember doing a, a mock draft where I did two rounds and I wanted to see what the board would look like if no quarterbacks went in round one. Do you know what I was so dis- – keep in mind, this is in November. This is long before the uh, – the, the board was set. However, we ended up with like seven of the next like 10 picks still being quarterbacks and I or six of the next 10 picks still being quarterbacks. And I hated every second of it, Devin. They're going to go at some point. Uh, we, we, we don't like them, but you know how NFL teams are. Here's the thing. Do you know how you know how there's always that very dangerous game in around this time where we hear NFL teams don't like the quarterback class and they want to wait till next year. Right. Mm-hmm. And we've heard this every year, like yep. when Teddy Bridgewater was, was QB one with and Menzel and Bortles and them to like when Watson and Mahomes were in the next class, like there, there's too much risk. Wait till 2018 when we have Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen. And then it ends up being bad. Yeah. The like the top guys end up being bad. Nobody. I swear. There might have been one or two people that went like, wait till next year to Spencer Rattler. But like, we all kind of assumed that by like July, this class was going to be bad. And it's somehow even worse than we thought. Well, that's because so, yeah, everyone. Wait till next year because it cannot possibly be worse than having like zero quarterbacks worth a top 40 pick. I mean, it, it could, it could very. Work. It could very well get worse next year. Hey, where you know it's what? only two two Mm-mm. quarterbacks. No, 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 no. Because I, I think Seattle came out ahead because while they traded Russell Wilson, they at least have Drew Locke and can suck for a year and then get one of these quarterbacks next year. Rather than oh, they're, wasting they're a top ten place. pick. Rather than wasting a, a top ten pick on baby hands Kenny Pickett. Somebody's gonna or, waste a pick on Kenny Pickett. Or Desmond Ritter. I don't even. Have I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. Ritter. I'll tell you what. I, I think Desmond Ritter can be a fine second round quarterback. I think Desmond a, Ritter a can be a fine career backup. I yeah, have a late. I have a, a late third round grade on him. I, I think he can be a solid backup. I, I really think. When I think about all these quarterbacks, I really think he has the highest floor in terms of he can be on a roster pass it pass his first contract. <laughs> That is the low bar for this for this class. And so, Devin, how high is Pittsburgh trading up to get the like third best backup quarterback in the league come the 2025 season? Who's the third best backup quarterback? Whoever is the second quarterback taken in this year's class. Because we'll be hearing about them the same way the NFL likes to talk about Mitchell Trubisky. You see. I think there is smokescreen around Pittsburgh wanting Kenny Pickett. I think there's a little bit of smokescreen. Oh, you, you're calling BS on that. 
when you think about what the Steelers have watched, what have they seen? They've seen a big quarterback that just aged poorly and was slow and could not escape the pocket. But I understand Kenny Pickett has some ability to get outside the pocket, but is he There's a tongue twister really, you never knew. Is he really moving the needle for them? I mean, he's basically Mitch Trubisky. Identical, identical, <laughs> identical college progression was okay. okay. Other than like Trubisky was a one-year guy, but like Pickett was a four-year guy, and but still who had wasn't one, that good. Who had a one season that yeah. was outside of his norm. And you what, look back at some of that other film, and it's UDFA level. Uh, I didn't even know Kenny Pickett was still in college heading into this year. 2020 Kenny Pickett was a way different quarterback than 2021. It was not pretty. And you know what? I'll tell you that. That was also, a pr- that was also his best year. Uh, I'm just saying, look, I, I call it smokescreen because if Pittsburgh is serious about wanting to change kind of their fortunes at quarterback, it's not going to be Mason Rudolph or Mitch Trubisky. And it's definitely that is, not going to be Kenny Pickett. That is the saddest potential quarterback room I have ever heard in my life. Dwayne Haskins, Mr. Bisky, and Mason Rudolph all in the quarterback room. You add a rookie. This, they're last in, in the AFC North and just based off of that quarterback room. I'm sorry. It just – you can't win with that. All that's missing is like Case Keenum and – uh, Honestly, Trevor, I would I would much rather have Case Kim on that. Trevor Simeon than, was the other one I was thinking of. I, I would much rather have Case Keenum than Mason Rudolph on that roster. Why, why didn't you go and get Garner Minshew? Please, please, <laughs> please save me, Garner Minshew. Just I don't even want to have a discussion because then we're going to get attacked. <laughs> you know how Garner Minshew fans are. <laughs> He's Kenny Pickett with he's Kenny Pickett with a mustache. The and fascination, your... the fascination with that man is unreal. That's I'm gonna just leave it at that. I'm not gonna say anything else. Just <laughs> the the fact that people are, are clamoring for him to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, man, just I have no words. So do you think ultimately that, that Pittsburgh moves up? If Willis falls to six, yes. Because they will crazy. trade. They will. They'll, they, they'll, that, that's two first round picks. They got to do it. No, they don't. If they want a quarterback in this class, they got to do it. Yeah, but there's also the other the other option. They, of don't they can't, they can't the wait class. till next year. They cannot yes, wait. Yes, they can. They're not going to be bad enough to pick a good quarterback. With Mitch Trubisky behind that offensive line? Do you understand the Steelers' pride alone is six wins straight up? Six wins straight up. No, no, they can't. No, Devin, no. Did you see them this year? Listen, I don't like Yinzer fans as much as the rest of us, but I I don't want to subject some of our Yinzer fans that are listeners to having to tune in to watch, like, Kenny Pickett or Desmond Ritter have to be the team starting quarterback because they traded two first round picks to get them. 
they're only trading two first round picks for Malik Willis. They're not trading it for nobody else. That's two first round picks too many. I mean, do the Steelers first round picks normally work out? No, because Limus Swede is the first first round pick that ever comes to mind for me for the Steelers. Look, I think he had me, nine career catches. To me, you either they have to trade up in the top five to get oh. Malik Willis, or you just punt on the quarterback class. It, Devin, that's why my, do I have that's a feeling we're a month away from from this draft finally being over? Why do I have a feeling that every single like team is going to get a C minus grade from me. Like I, I just get that gut feeling that like every team is going to do something so ridiculously stupid that I have to give them like a C. I think this year has actually just like killed my belief and faith in NFL front offices. I could see that, but look, I, it, it just is. I mean, it is what it is. A team wants a quarterback. He has a skill set that teams who are at the top now, it matches that. I mean, it, it just is what it is, unfortunately. You, you got to take a punt. You're the Steelers. You can't lose. Your fans will not accept losing. So you got to do what you can to try and win. And they can't trade for a big quarterback because they, they have nothing. They have nothing people want. You, you cannot wait to 2023 if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's either you want Malik Willis or you just got to kick the cans on a Desmond Ritter or somebody else. You know, Devin, that just crushes my soul. But do you know what doesn't crush my soul? Is that on Monday, we're going to be back with a brand new episode of the podcast. So until then, you can follow me on Twitter at MikeH underscore draft. You can follow Devin on Twitter at RealD underscore Jackson. Follow the show on Twitter at Big Shots Pod. Follow Blue Chip Scouting. Follow our work over at Blue Chip Scouting, where you can follow them on Twitter at Blue Chip Scout. We will see you guys on Monday, hopefully in much better moods.